Jenna stood staring at the closed door for a long time, her mind numb from the morning's events. At first, she'd thought she was imagining things, but Michael really was different. Of course, she'd been flattered when he'd asked her out. He was one of Corpus Christi's most eligible bachelors, and if the rumors were true, the legal community's next golden boy. So when had his jokes stopped being funny, and his lovemaking stopped being passionate and tender? When had he stopped listening when she talked about a case she wanted desperately to win? He was a defense attorney, but he'd seemed sensitive to her victim's plights. She sighed and ran a hand through her hair. She should have ended it the previous month. That's when she realized it was over for her, and when she'd realized Michael wasn't the man she'd thought he was. The conversation played through her mind. They'd just made love, and she was telling him about her latest rape case. He beat her and raped her. What's wrong with a man like that? Michael had rolled over, turning his back to her and commenting, She's just a whore, Jenna. She probably got what she deserved. Jenna sighed heavily. She'd known that night she could never love a man that believed a woman could ever deserve to be beaten or raped. She'd spent more and more time at the office, using her job as an excuse not to go out with him. Damn it, Jenna, patience, James. You should have gotten out of that bed and walked away right then. Then you wouldn't be in this mess. Maybe she was just too sensitive about the trial and carrying her misgivings over into her personal relationship. The journalist's question had caught her off guard and made her question her own motives. Had she been soft on Trevello? His rap sheet was twenty pages long, but all his previous crimes had been nonviolent. She'd taken that into consideration, as had Judge Carter. She'd asked for the death penalty only because of the severity of the crime. Trevello had killed the man slowly with a knife. He'd butchered and mutilated the body beyond recognition. In her opinion, he deserved the death penalty for the crime. But he had fallen short of the Texas definition of capital murder. She'd known as soon as she looked at the pre-sentencing investigation she was going to lose the death penalty. Her cell phone vibrated again, and she glanced at the number and grimaced. Damn it! David had already called three times. She couldn't put him off forever. By now, he would have heard the rumors, and she knew what was coming. It wouldn't matter to David Garcia that she'd put in between 60 and 80 hours a week for the last five years while being paid for less than 40. It wouldn't matter that her conviction rate was the highest of any assistant DA in the history of the office. And it wouldn't matter that, until she'd started dating Michael six months ago, she'd totally put her personal life on hold to pursue her career. The hell with it. She punched in the office number. Sarah, it's Jenna. Put me through to David. He's like a caged lion, Jenna. What happened? Jenna sighed. It had been too much to hope that her past would stay forever buried. She'd actually done nothing wrong, but she should have recused herself from the case. Just put me through to him. Hello? David. What the hell were you thinking, Jenna? I've been on the phone with Judge Carter for the last half hour. He's threatening to declare a mistrial. That's ridiculous, David. There was nothing inappropriate in how I handled the trial or the sentencing. Look at the PSIR. Trevello had no priors for violence. I couldn't get the death penalty no matter how hard I argued for it. Were your parents killed by a homeless immigrant? Yes, but... 
She could almost hear his seething anger on the other end of the phone. He'd take it as a personal affront that she hadn't told him about her parents and recused herself from Travello's case. You know as well as I do, Jenna, it doesn't have to be inappropriate. All it takes is the appearance of impropriety, and scumbags like Travello go free. I'm meeting with Judge Carter this afternoon. There's been a rumor that the PSIR was tampered with, and Travello has another murder and violent crimes on his record. The press is crucifying you and Carter. He's agreed to issue a statement to the press in the morning. Either way, I think it best if you take some of that stored-up vacation you've been saving. Jenna clutched the phone more tightly, not quite believing her ears. She hadn't even seen the PSIR until right before court began that morning. But you knew something was wrong with it. A man with that many nonviolent crimes doesn't just suddenly butcher someone for a bottle of wine.